438. I'm Matt Jerson. And I'm your host, John Hunt. And here is our special guest. <laughs> Newest member of the league, the youngest, but not mm-hmm. by age, if you know what I mean. Clay Inferno. Thanks for joining well, us, Clay, yeah, as a, yeah, as the newest for, member. Thanks for being. Thanks for coming on for the last twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it two thousand and eight or two thousand nine? I think you we were two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. February. It was February two thousand nine. So, so we were. Yeah. You're a month. A month plus in. Right. Well, I'll have to bragging about how we started in two thousand nine. We just discovered tonight. <laughs> well, we I'll have to go back. And find in a box somewhere all those uh, business cards I printed that have 2009 on them. I'll have to find them. They're all wrong. And then yeah. destroy Just them. And my... then... We can re-edit it so that you are in the in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go through right. the, the big vault full of old reel-to-reel tapes. We'll find that episode. <laughs> can you guys do me a favor? If you recast me like WandaVision... Can it be Sam Rockwell? Thanks. No. Yeah, sure. I, no, Sam I Rockwell from Iron Man Two, the worst part. Well, of then that. we'll just get then we'll just get Dana Carvey because that's who he's doing. <laughs> Basically, in that. who and was. then and then in tying it back, he can sing "Chopping Broccoli." A couple weeks ago. Oh my God! Are the jokes just? Yeah, uh, we should just end here because it's not going to get any better. All thirteen, right, thanks, listen, twelve to we'll thirteen years of jokes. We have been reliving some, including John Hunt saying that he's the host. We we were going back in our Wayback Machine, not our even our Wayback Machine, but the website called the Wayback Machine. And yeah, it's. I have to say, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit because over 400 episodes, I think sometimes the titles are kind of funny. Yes, they're better than the show. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, I I can't remember any of them now. I I know there was one called boobarang i thought that was a funny one you know so yeah i'm mean, just gonna give myself a little pat in the back i don't do that very often that's what so. this episode will be called patting ourselves on the back <laughs> so funny for 12 but make years. it funny can you punch it up a little bit start with patting yourself on the back punch it up and then that'll be the punch time. yourself on the back pat yourself on the ass i don't know I can't think of anything now. It's on the side. I make a reference to the thing that we said off air that we had to re-record the beginning of, no, but then that would mean we would have to re-record the beginning again. Yeah, we're not going to make a reference to that. But I'm it looking at happened. you, Clay, with a suspicious eye. It never, it never <laughs> happened. Destroy the tapes. I'm going to have to take the... Yeah, well, this is going... I'm, you guys say three, two, one, record. I'm literally here with huge headphones on, and it's like... The cord looks like one of those old phone cords. It's really thick, and I'm I'm punching the red button and the play button at the same time. It's going to reel to reel every time you say nice. three to one record. Wow! Big tape machine over here. This is great. This is ex- this is what we were going to talk real, about. Tape studio just and, you know, just being of this generation of that we we were around for you know yeah videotapes. Black and white TV was still a thing when we were yeah. kids. And yeah. now everything's digital. If you wanted to watch a show, you had to wait for it. <laughs> hey, you guys, I don't want to pat myself on the back here, but if you ever need a segue, send it my way. I'll punch it up, and uh, that's what I'm good for. All right. I don't want to pat Pat on the back, but <laughs> I'd like to punch him in the face. Oh, that's good. Spider-Man, is it okay if I punch you in the face? 
<laughs> no, Spider-Man yeah. is it okay if I pretend to pretend punch you in the face? The face. He's right. like, only if you pretend. Only if you pretend, yeah. That was my interaction with Spider-Man at Universal. So. Before there was a movie or anything. And that was digital. That wasn't even digital either. We took that on film, that picture. I was a photo. To punch him in the face. I have a we photo. We had to go get it developed. Yes. Yeah. I have a Spidey yeah, yeah. photo that I look back fondly on from 2008, I think. Oh, there oh. you go. Just at Universal. Ours was 90, 1998. My yeah. God. Wow. But yeah, I remember I was talking about this with my brother one Christmas. It's probably the first Christmas I really remember. And he got a tape recorder, you know, that you, you could say, Clay, you plus play and record a big red button and, and you know. And we recorded me and him and my grandmother singing the Twelve Days of Christmas. That's why uh, I was thinking I about it. Did, I hope you did a better job than you did when we did it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. What do you think? I'm gonna pat like, myself trying, on the back. I was like trying to get you to sing in time was impossible. Well, it's hard to do a voice and sing. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to sing in a in a voice. And I, I can't sing anyway, of course, obviously, but. You know what I mean? Like I've noticed I even like professional think. actors sometimes like have a hard time singing in the voice that they're trying to do, you know? Mm. Yeah. But anyways, no, I mean, I was six at the, when, when we got the, my, my, my grandmother kept messing up the lyrics. She kept saying like 10 words leaping or whatever. And my <laughs> brother's like, no Lords. Like, like it's, Funny. You know what's funny about your brother that I have a, a tape recording story too, and I think of it every time I use the microwave now. You know the the story of like the <laughs> the book and records, but you know they had book and tapes, and I had the Empire Strikes Back. And you know you couldn't record over a tape if it had the little thing punched yeah. up at the top. Yeah. yeah. Somehow your brother was getting annoyed. It was taking a long time, and press play and record, and somehow recorded himself yelling start. But you know, with that real like little kid Boston accent, so I always think a stat. So when I punch in the microwave, I'll go like, okay, you know, one minute, thirty seconds. So, my so at the beginning, was on Empire Strikes yeah, Back. At the beginning of my Empire Strikes Back, it would go stat, and then. That's so and, weird. But I, I then I tried to do it after that. I couldn't. I don't know what he did to make it work. He was so annoyed he took it out and put a piece of tape over it. Yeah. You could do that. You could put a piece of tape over it and record over it. Ah! Ah, you could do that with VHS tapes too, of course. Yeah. For those the for the uninitiated, you had a VHS tape that you that had that tab punched out, which all professional any tape you bought, yeah, had. But really. you could always just record. You could always just put a piece of tape over. Grandma. <laughs> but yeah, those are some some good times with the. I remember. I mean, I love mixtapes. I I would I could still make a mixtape, you know. Yeah, we were all into making mixtapes for each other back in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, we were no, really into having a nineties nostalgia uh, thing lately. I mean, we should listen to that podcast we just found. <laughs> Clay, did you make mixtapes for people? I made mixtapes, and yeah, I, I had early on. We had a pretty awesome stereo setup with the receiver and the double tape decks and then like you picture if you want it or you pick whether you want it to be like a fast dub or a really good quality slow dub and uh, yeah i would would always make those for girls trying to woo the ladies yeah that was always a good thing trying to time it so that it just ended or if you had if you were like me, what you did is you got something that was kind of instrumental. 
So you go play the instrumental thing, and then when you flip it over, it's like kind of halfway through the instrumental track. That was the technique oh, I used. Oh, that's very creative. Actually, I never did do that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we just put a lot of clips of Seinfeld and Friends and mixed <laughs> <on our next laughs> yeah. If only I, I had that instrumental thing, maybe I would have been had more success with the ladies and the more success. I do remember way before this having access when I went over to my Nana's house that there was a microphone and a boombox and we used to definitely make radio shows where we were the DJs and we would go around and interviewing people and we would then do introduce a song and then put a song on it and like here's here's Uptown Girl by Billy Joel <laughs> so oh, like, wow. we would totally play like that. We also had a radio station That's where right. we interviewed people, except being us, we would, we would do, we would ask questions and then we'd be, we're interviewing, well, our best one was we interviewed Arnold Schwarzenegger and we'd just <laughs> grab a bunch of clips from either interviews with Arnold Schwarzenegger or clips from movies and stuff. And we would edit them in. We'd ask a question and this and that. And uh, yeah. there, were, there were a couple of funny ones from that. Like, even like 30-something years later, I'm like, that's kind of a good joke. There was like one where, for some reason, you had to go and you had to use the bathroom. Right. And then we're like, I think Matthew, Matt's going to be in the bathroom a while. And Alan's like, it's not going to be forever. And they're like, what would you like to do when, to Matt when he gets back from the bathroom? He's like, I take his head and I smash it down on the table. And then we're like, why are you going to say touch his ass? And he's like, I do not want to touch his ass. I know, because it was all from, he was doing Red press heat. for Red yeah. Heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember my favorite line was, I don't even, how about some advice or something? And he, he said, you should not drink and bake. <laughs> that was my favorite From Raw Deal. I still, uh, I, still I mean, like, but it was, what, did we, did you get that from Weird Al or something? What was No, the... I was just, I thought of it on my own, uh, but it was, but like Weird Al, it was the same thing, but I had never seen that until a few years later. Oh, okay. and then the Daily Show made, they a whole, they did a whole fucking career about, them. like, that yeah. was all they were for yeah. many years. Yeah, oh, you guys liked Weird Al station. when you were a kid? I'm pretty surprised. W-H-A. We liked Weird Al. That was another yeah. thing I taped was tons of Dr. Demento. I, we were so crazy for Dr. Demento and everything from Fish Heads to fucking Weird Al. All Monty Python. Is that kid from the Lost in Space that did that? Bill Moomy. I, I don't know. Fish I don't Heads, fish heads roly poly fish heads, right? Yeah, eat them up. Yum. Yeah, that's the kid from Lost in Space, Bill Moomy. Wow. There you go. Now you know. Dropped a little knowledge on you. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking last week, John, about Clay was obsessed with Alienation, the TV show. Oh. Uh, do you remember? I do. That was the spoiled milk the yeah. show. They would the get movie. drunk with the spoiled milk. And the men, I, I found out today as I was looking for stuff to edit that podcast, that the men had babies. The oh. alien men. Oh, it was yeah. weird. It was weird about Alienation that this might have been like four or five years ago. Like my mind wanders when I mow the lawn out here in North Dakota because, you know, I got seven or eight acres. Uh-huh. I got mowed. yeah, you're two in the fields out there. Yeah, yeah. And Cows for some and reason shit. that popped into my mind, them drinking the bad milk, and I was like, alienation. Oh, alienation. And I was like, I didn't catch the pun <laughs> until 25 years after. And then at the alienation. TV show had the guy from Robot Jocks in it. 
Oh, is that? I didn't know that. A Gary that's what Graham I was, or something? Greg Graham, that, I think. That was my fetish, actually. I wasn't talking about the movie. I was talking about the TV show. I was obsessed with it for some reason. I have a weird thing that I only that only struck me after we were talking about it last week. Do you remember the song uh, by Rancid, Salvation, right? Do you, you, know, do you remember that song? Yeah. In uh, my head, vaguely. I used to sing the chorus... I used to sing, I watch Alien Nation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That should definitely the, be the, the uh, song for the episode. <laughs> I should. The chorus was, I want your salvation. And, and I used to sing, I watch I can picture Tim Armstrong singing that, too. <laughs> My sister, when she worked at that record store. In uh, North Dakota. In North Dakota, <laughs> Record Breakers. North Dakota Berries. <laughs> yeah, the guitarist from... Ransom came in and was uh, shopping, and she was about to give him a discount. And she's like, "Wait, why the hell am I giving him a discount? He makes more he, money than I do just because he's a celebrity. Yeah, he uh, should pay double. Yeah. He probably like loves to go to records. They they still love to go to record stores when they go to town, like spend a bunch of money. Oh, that's good. I mean, no one goes to record stores anymore, which is another thing. Maybe we could talk about was the joy of going to. Yeah, sharing your joy. Music, music, yes, sharing your. Music Smith strawberries. Um, strawberries. There was another Sam Goodies. Do you guys remember your first like record or your first tape? I I want to start just because I just thought of it, but I'm at that music. Well, Smith let me and... as a host. No, you're not you, starting. Let me let me ask you since I'm the host. What was your first record, Clay? What would you what would you like to share with us? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that we've uh, added you onto the show. Glad we finally got you on. I yeah. Think. And Thanks for to get you on. Yeah, I've, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and a lot of people were like, "Thank you." What do they always say? Something like, "It's it's a pleasure Thanks, to be here." <laughs> that, <laughs> Thanks for speaking with me. Is or <laughs> Thanks for speaking with me today. My answer to that question that I came up with, but you so graciously introduced me to, is Purple Rain, and it was from that music smith in the North Dakota Mall. Like the 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 forty five or oh like the a... the twelve inch to, vinyl record the... and my first tape I think I've mentioned it on the show before so it's not a spoiler was from the Bemis Drug North Dakota licensed to ill out of the weird the weird tape thing that had a key to it it was a lockbox oh, yeah, yeah it was like a, it's a it was like a clear yeah, yeah. Like, like little yeah. display thing on on the counter that you could rotate but yeah it had a little lock you would never have something have like that now because someone would just walk in pick it up and leave yeah. it i remember hey. i remember pool it was one of the albums they oh, had on the there. blue tape yeah it was blue. hey pour one out for bemis drug just recently oh. closed after god five thousand years years or something yeah i mean they were open They're a an long, institution long in long north dakota I know it was kind of. I mean, I know that this happens, and I mean, I think it was kind of COVID related, but also they probably weren't doing great beforehand. But my parents were still getting all their prescriptions I'm there. That they lasted this long, I'm gonna be honest. No, me too. Maybe tape I, sales. So, um, I mean, okay. In when, all seriousness, I used to go in there when I first was diagnosed with diabetes, and they, if I didn't have enough, like they'd be, oh, we'll give you some extra to hold you over until the prescription small, goes through and town. stuff like that. Yeah, pharmacy, where, where, you know. So they were so cool. In there. It'd be like it'd be like an old guy with those thick glasses and receding hairline that's all slicked back, and he's wearing one of the lab jacket. You know, be like that kind of guy working there, right? But literally, his son, I think, also worked there. Who 
he had the thick glass in the jacket, but he was actually just bald. Like he just shaved his head. So he's like, I'm not doing the slick. So uh, he's trying to be a little modern. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, so I don't recall Venus selling a lot of tapes. Uh, Venus, Venus, Venus is another <laughs> place that we used to go to. The planet. No, uh, oh, I used no. to go to Bemis to buy my Superman 2 trading cards. They, uh, oh. Old Town News slash Owens across the street would have the comics, but over at Bemis, they would have trading cards and more candy. And For us, that more, was like going to the mall. Like, it's like hey, stuff. I'm yeah. going to go for this convenience store and over to the drugstore. Yeah. Yeah, but you were very close. You lived closer to, we used to have to ride yeah, so like, across to town. Go down yeah. West Street, and West Street's not even that long. <laughs> Wait, so wait. That, it's yeah, I guess it's I guess I'm a little bit closer. I'm not a ton closer. Oh, all right. Yeah. To me say, it seemed like we were miles we away. We were a little the school was nine tenths of a mile from my house and Bemis oh, okay. was, you know, probably another quarter of a mile from that. So Okay. Yeah, I would say it's that's why we couldn't take a bus to school because we were just shy of a mile away. Exactly. We, I think that if you were to do like a circle, you would see that we were in that radius too. We weren't allowed to take the bus. Damn. I mean, it's it's fine because buses were gross. Who wants to take the? I mean, it's just. But I'd gross. like to circle back as the host here. And okay, uh, first, please. If, if you remember your first record and your first tape. Oh yes, my first record. I don't. Jeez, oh, the first record. I don't know. I remember the first tape. It was Duran Duran, Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Oh, excellent choice. We were just watching yeah. a Duran Duran Lollapalooza concert from 2017 last night, oh, which you couldn't do back in the analog days. You can only do it on the <laughs> digital days. <laughs> just, just queue up a, a Duran Duran concert. If well, you it, want. it, it flex, came flex, into flex, flex, watching flex. a U2 thing, and then that was like, well, how about this? So I was like, all right, I'll watch that. Well, when yeah, you, you that's YouTube. It's so you just get into it. So that, you know, so View to a Kill did that come out? When did that come out? Did that come out? Five. Okay. So Watch I think four, I would best just James Bond. We all know this. Of, of course. Wrong answer. No. But I was really into it, and I was really into Duran Duran, and like it was all sort of just kismet, I guess, that they were doing the song. You know, they were doing the James Bond song. The time where I happened to be into them. That was the biggest or, news. I I was so into that too. Yeah, it was a big deal. So, yeah. As far as records, I don't know. I mean, I know I had the Transformers movie soundtrack, which I think I talked about with Flint Dilly. Go back and listen to our Flint Dilly episode. Yeah. There's uh, some more analog right there. We should have got him on the show. Put that on the uh, start. Because we, 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 I guess we sort of touched upon this subject with him about back in the day, listening right. to music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it is a, it's still fun. I still, I could think I... I don't know if I told him this, but I, I know I told you this, John, but I just sometimes queued up on my drive home from work, and I'm like, yeah, nothing's going to stand in our way. I, again, but, this goes back to our conversation about me switching from enjoying something ironically to just legitimately enjoying it, and I now legitimately enjoy the Transformer soundtrack. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> it is fun. I mean, I know it's cheesy and hokey and 80s, but that's the reason I love it. It makes it just brings me right back to those days. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. I even yeah, like that difference. song "Hunger," which I didn't like back then. But now I'm like, yeah, I mean, I think fun is the word. Like, you yeah, know, RoboCop <laughs> three is awful, but I kind of love it. Love it, you know. I mean, I haven't seen it since we, we, well, it's, we saw it's, it. It's terrible. But no, we watched it like one of our first bad movie nights. Oh, we, like yeah. me and Lee 
still that's like 20 something years ago but yeah. i still i just love the character of robocop so i'll give it a pass even though it character i know it's it's terrible but i still enjoy the hell out of it despite oh, yeah. how awful it is yeah but uh, oh, let me tell you about my first oh my please first uh, why, don't, why don't we get the host to talk i mean geez it's only his show we're just talking about Flint Dilly, Transformers the movie soundtrack stuff. No, no, nothing new. Nothing new is worthy. But welcome back. That was like our commercial break, I guess. Yeah. We're still back. here back with Clay Inferno. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go to Squarespace for 20% off. Use yeah, somebody else's code. Don't forget code. to visit. Thanks for another world. Thanks for another world. OnlyFans.com slash Clay Inferno 69. Don't do uh, that. Don't go there. The all right. So my first album is take... either The Monkey's Greatest Hits. Or Power Records, Batman. I don't know which came Power first, but right around the same time. Remember where each was purchased. One was at the aforementioned, whatever that was, Music Smith. Yeah. At Clay, yeah. at the, uh, the North Dakota Mall next to the, the full armored knight. Remember that thing? Yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. a suit of armor outside of the store. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And the, the, the Power Records was purchased at uh, the, the Kmart, which is now like a chapel of some sort. Like a church? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what? Oh, yeah. in uh, Rockland, North Dakota? Rockland, North, North Dakota, North yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where there was a Papaginos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Radio Shack, where a lot of gadgets came from, too. Radio Shack, and there was a photo mat there. Yes. Oh, the photo mats. Oh, photo mat. Where do you go on break? Just shut that window and duck down in there? <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when I lived on uh, Cape Cod, North Dakota, up the street All right, us. that's a giveaway. I'm just gonna... <laughs> Wait a minute! No, 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 no. I was, I was trying to throw everybody off by saying that. But up the street, I don't know if you recall, there was a blockbuster video and stuff. There was that strip mall, and there was still a photo mat standing in that parking lot for years and years. Wow! I bet in that touristy area, it probably still, there probably was one of the, you know, last photo mats. There's a whole thing online where there's like all, like maybe it's like a Tumblr or something. Where they show old photo mats being repurposed. Sometimes you see them. Oh, in, I've seen stuff like that. Yeah. Where they make it into like a little honeydew donuts or something. You know what I mean? Like some of the buildings are still there, but they're just like yeah. something else. I like that. I'm glad. Repurpose, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. I like it. So my my first tape, I when I went to listen to it, it had some kid going, Stat! at the beginning. <laughs> That was your first tape. That was one of my first tapes. Oh, but I had, oh, but my actual, I think, first tape was, we have mentioned this Godzilla book I had from Crestwood House Productions. Yes. Uh, oh, my little, favorite book that I didn't own. Yeah. I still have the book, but I gave the tape away to my friend Lee Berman when we were in college because he just got a big kick out of it. And that was when we were only enjoying things ironically. And I regret it. 30 years later i wish i'd never given it to him i've tried to find it and i just it doesn't exist anywhere but wow. the, the author i mean the uh, narrator of this this thing was like on valium or something <laughs> he'd be like crestwood house production and then when it came time to turn the page it had the best sound you know normally it'd be turn the page r2d2 makes a noise or this thing yeah. I remember we did a prehistoric petting zoo, turned the page, and I just created this weird, bizarre sound effect with like 19 different things and then a duck quacking at the end. This was almost as good as that. <laughs> anyway, good. To turn the page, uh, when you hear this noise, I go, Wow! Why? Why that? First uh, of all, why is it so long? 
Like, that's yeah, that's exactly like, it. I, I wanted to record on the thing and go, stop! I remember the Temple of Doom one was like a, the crack of a whip. It, oh, yeah. it was like really long. <laughs> trying like, to what? fill up space with the sound effects so they wouldn't have Yeah, to we got to like fill the whole record. Pay for the script or the actors. Can we extend <laughs> this a little bit? And you got some guy there on his reel to reel being like, I'll slow the tape down, but with my oh. hands. About those, you know, story of Empire Strikes Back and Indiana Jones of the Temple of Doom. It was another actor. It wasn't. The right, they never act. got Harrison Ford. To yeah, it was like something. a guy doing a Harrison Ford imitation. That, that's what I was remember. I got a picture of it in this book. Yeah, yeah. That was... I think <laughs> I think I is... probably still have that somewhere though. I hope I do. I want to find we'll it. We'll do an episode about it. We'll do a, this a is kind follow-up. of like before I had Purple Rain. I did have, and I think this is. Like, it's hard to tell which came first. The for me like watching star wars on tv or did i listen to the that story album oh yeah like that's oh i still have that i definitely still have that i I had that when i was a kid and i think that's how i i think i listened to that before i maybe even seen star wars i'm not positive so i don't know which came first i saw a star at a drive-in up the street from that photo mart up the street from where i lived even so it's like all ties in it really does. Wow. Was that the I, one that had like C three PO and R two D two printed on the record? Did you, did you guys have that one? Because I have that oh, picture disc. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not it's have that. Pretty picture. dope. But I also have just a regular one. That's the story of Star Wars, just on a regular record with that red, like lamb thing on it. Who? What, what is the logo <laughs> like, for that? I think. Oh. I mean, if we're talking like Wait, power you know record, I've got it right here. Oh my god! I'm I'm literally sitting next to it. I'm going to mute myself so I don't make a crap load of noise. I mean, if we're talking, I thought we were just talking music. Like if we're going back, I have. I remember I had Spider-Man versus the Wolfman. I think or Mark yeah, of the Man Wolf. Mark of the Man Wolf. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, and here's way, the but... Batman album from Power Records. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. That the the lame record company was RSO. With right. the, like, with a the cow, red, red cow. Red, oh, good times. But I mean, so Clay, you were talking about your record player and stuff. I had, I had one of those as well. I had a, first we had one with these brown speakers. I remember they were brown. They were really poop brown, but it also had an eight track in it. And we would literally sit around as a family and listen to records, which is the weirdest. It was like the only oh, yeah. family thing we ever not ever, but we didn't do a lot of family things. Right. And we literally would sit around and listen to records and eight tracks. Like Yeah. Eight tracks. So I could oh man, I could go and go off on eight tracks. I don't remember any we didn't have any like good ones. We had like Kenny Loggins, I think. Or whatever. I don't I know. Picture, we had I picture more like Kenny Rogers. Maybe it was Kenny Rogers <laughs> now that I think. I don't know. But yeah, I wonder where they are. My parents probably threw them away, but like we used to sit around and listen to them when we I was like a real little sort of almost all this different stereo equipment. We had this really cool vinyl record player that had a tape deck and an eight track in it. So you could dub from the eight track onto the tape and you can put another mixtape song from record onto the tape. And uh, eight tracks were weird because of the they were just so weird. They would always have like a reprise track, repeat songs, put little instrumental weird clips 
It, they were really so weird. Wow. I didn't have a lot of experience with 8-tracks. My friend had this giant Buick that he drove. He would pick me up for to drive me to high school, and he had an 8-track player in it, and it was some sort of thing where wow. he stuck the 8-track in, and then he had some, I don't know if it was an adapter or what, but it was just like a weird handle on the end that would be like fast-forward, you push it one way and play the other way, and... <laughs> That was uh, Mark oh. Bellinger, the guy that, you know, delivered the PVC. Whatever. You know, oh, if you're yeah, going to deliver yeah. the clothesliner, deliver clothes it with PVC. Yeah, yeah, I remember met him that one day. That, that was crazy. Must have been that, an that adapter. Even, eight tracks were already out by the time you were oh, in high yeah, school. Oh, yeah, it's like in the 90s, you know? Yeah. So. But that, yeah, that was an eight track. When you put it in, you could only really pl- press play, but, or you couldn't, it did, like, you could maybe fast forward. Stop? When like you reach an end of a song or something like uh, it would, just seemed to, all click. the music is like stacked on top of each other so like songs one to four are at the top of the ribbon and then songs you know eight to twelve are at the bottom of the ribbon so it would like play this short tape and then like reset itself and then it would play the next songs and then reset itself and then it did that so you could like fast forward like, through these programs my 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 father. He got like like a brand new Bonneville in like 1987. It had controls on the steering wheel. It could control the stereo. And I remember what? that tape player. You could put it in, and you could press fast forward, and it would stop when the next song would start. And I was just blown away by that technology. Dude, that was, was like a the coolest shit. thing ever. Yeah, I never had that. I was jealous. I was so jealous. I'm like, I gotta fast forward and think when is this song gonna be over. <laughs> and the first album I listened to in that car was the Monkees. Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. The oh. best Monkeys album, I might add. Uh, I think Head is the best Monkeys album, but okay, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you Pisces. I disagree with you. I That's say fine. Pisces has one weak song on it, and the rest are all golden nuggets. All right. I, I mean, don't have I... a monkey in this fight. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Sorry. Good one. Good one, Clay. So, yeah, I mean, then going on, I don't know. Well, yeah, what, I think... what I'd like to just touch upon here. Oh, as the host. As the host. Me. I would like to bring up things, the hunt to, not this hunt, mm. uh, but the hunt for things. Now in the, day, the uh. age of digital technology, you can pr- essentially hop on the internet, type in a couple things, and you can find exactly what you're looking for. And I remember we would take trips to North Dakota Square and go to the that old... university, that, that prestigious university <laughs> yeah. in North Dakota. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that major medical one, you know, and they got uh, law and uh, all that stuff right there. <laughs> and Centrist Democrats, am I right? <laughs> and, you know, they would have, the, the, we would hit all these different shops there. We would go to like yeah. the movie memorabilia store, which had like movie stills. And weird, rare posters. They had the Thunderball poster from, you know, Germany. You know, all these yeah. versions of movie memorabilia that weren't from America. And it was real cool. And, I, and apparently they were, I don't know, a few years ago, they were still online as an online store. They weren't a brick-and-mortar store anymore. But then after that, brick you and Morty? the different... Yeah, the brick-and-morty store. The brick-and-mortys, yeah. And, you know, then you'd hit the... There were a couple different CD places... Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a they sold all of the bootleg stuff. Yeah. I was playing at this thing, you know, and yeah, we, me and Brom and Randy would go crazy at that place and get Nirvana yeah. bootlegs and Pearl Jam bootlegs. 
Wow. Yeah, and then yeah, and I remember buying after- a Green Day a Green Day bootleg at one of those, and I thought that yeah. was like really cool because I don't know, I just thought like Green Day has ascended to the level that I want to buy a bootleg of them. You know, it's, I have to share this. This is so funny, but she's not really a friend, but somebody I know is in the most recent Green Day video. It just came out like the other day. It's she does this thing called punk rock aerobics, and they basically hired her to to sit there and do aerobics to their song, and like that's their video. It's pretty awesome. I mean, this was 1994 when Green Day was huge, but I mean, you know, they're still pretty huge. They're still pretty huge. Like I'll give them credit for that. They're yeah. gonna play Fenway Park. That's pretty big. Oh. If we ever get back to... Well, it's either this um, summer or next summer. Oh, all right. That's cool. I, I could see them. Anyway. Uh, I, I, mean, I would just like to say yeah. that this trip would generally finish with us. There was an anime store in yeah. there. It's uh, still there. Then, the last time I went there, it was pretty awful. It was like they had changed yeah. it around and it was all like Hello Kitty crap or whatever. Yeah, it's different. But the, mm. technically, I think it's still there. Mm. And then and then we'd hit that place that had like the humongous hot dogs. That was a yeah, that guy was a hot dog. He was a total. Oh, was he? It was a I never had. I never had a problem with him, but no. If we but didn't, like, if we didn't was, go there. It wasn't me, but you had to just order. You couldn't no, wait. Yeah. You and I got, of course, because I'm such a wuss. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I remember Randy, the aforementioned Randy, would be like, "Dursen, you just gotta go. You just gotta go. You just gotta like yell out your order." That was it. Was one of those places. Yes. Where you just had to yell out what you wanted because like, it was no line. You just. I hate that kind of setup. I mean, I do too, but it was, it was it because it's obviously that place does not exist anymore. And it didn't okay. even exist even a few years after we went. To that. <laughs> no, it did. Yeah, I, I don't remember. even, I never even went to this place. I don't even know I don't what you're talking the about. Name of it, but it I became, don't either. It was just oh. like a, a, sa- a sandwich shop. Yeah. I don't remember I the name of it. It's like boat jumbo hot dogs. Yeah. The hot dogs. I wasn't really allowed nice. to eat big hot dogs. It was too phallic. They were very phallic. But like, it was, that was the reason we went there. Because I was, just, I would bring Mrs. Elder, and I'd be like, "This reminds you of anything?" And she's like, "Yeah, my life." <laughs> no, but I think Randy was the one who pointed, who brought us there. I'd never. I'd yeah, Randy always else. had the secret. He knew the secret hot dog. going on. Yeah, like he was always like, "Yeah, I know where to get the hot dogs." You know what I mean? That was he was that was the role he played in my life for a long time, and I would always be so impressed. I would be behind him, you know, like rubbing my hands together. Like, yeah, I'm gonna follow Randy wherever he goes. Bringing in the hot dog, rubbing your hands, checking his butt out. What you (laughs) doing? Can't wait to get those phallic many other things. (laughs) So just to work clear, I can't wait to find out the name. I'll have to find. I bet it's on Reddit or something. I bet if you posted like what was that sandwich happened when the when the hot dog uh, the sandwich place went out of business, we just went to that pizza place. Crazy dope. Even topic type of place uh, uh, in that same yeah. But Thurston and I used to go there for pizza. Yeah, we went there. I used to go there. Yeah, pretty recently. That it was. It's gone. But everything's that, gone now. That North Dakota Square did become quite. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a lot different. We, a lot we, of those, all those stores are gone. Well, I used um, to. Uh, I used to deliver the North Dakota newspaper in that area in the middle, of, like uh, in the evening times. Whoa! Wow. There is still. I think there's still a bootleg music store, but obviously it's different. It's not like it was then. No, I don't mean bootleg. You need a bootleg music like store. Used. Go on. Like yeah. You know, I guess it's like used. It was like used CDs and stuff. Uh-huh. It was. I remember in the early days of eBay, I would sometimes buy a bootleg CD and then make copies of it. And sell. Too. <laughs> yeah. If you could do that now, you would. I would. I totally would. If I could do it now, I still would. I mean, it's. 
you know, it's I made a lot of I made a lot of money off of selling episodes of the Incredible Hulk cartoon from 1982. Oh. I didn't have a complete run of the series either, but they were my episodes I recorded in their reruns, so I would sell those on eBay for a while. That's right. You yeah. just ripped it I off. I made 75 of, uh... bucks off of it once. I was what are you guys doing? 75 bucks? I felt real guilty about that. Yeah, I remember I felt guilty because I, I used to make Warren Zevon bootleg. I that just must downloaded kicking every... himself now. Well, yeah, I guess you I still can't like, get episodes of it, so maybe he's so not. so much money off of me. Oh. oh, you mean the guy who bought your Hulk? The guy who bought my Hulk, oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Warren Zevon kicking himself because of all the money I've made off of him. Probably. He's probably <laughs> upset too. <laughs> but I remember like the week he died, I had one listed and it went up and up. And I said, no, I have to stop. I have to stop. Yeah, next week. Wow. You know? Wow. Well, like, you, you have like 100 bucks. And I was like, no, stop. I can't sell this to you. And they said, no, I want to pay for it. I, I bid. And I'm like, oh, you poor person. But yeah. You should have anyway, let it go. I just downloaded them all from the internet. Do you remember Kazaa or whatever? What was that? Oh, was yeah. yeah. Well, that's digital. Age. Well, yeah, it's still, it's still sort of it's, it's merging the two worlds. You downloaded it digitally and then sold it yeah, like season. an actual. I yeah. I remember being, oh, should I burn this as like MP3 CD so I can put more songs on it? Like as files or should I like burn the CD? So, yeah. yeah, like 62 so minutes. It's like, and that's it. Once it's burned, it's like that's it. And they would always give you that warning. They're like, "Oh, once you burn this, that's it." I'm like, oh, I don't know. But it used to be, you could make labels and stuff. Those were kind of fun. Yeah. I'll say. That. Remember, I, like people being, does anybody have a spool of CDs? Who's got a CD? You're like in offices and stuff all the time. That was annoying. <laughs> yeah, a spool. A spool. Who's got a spool? I was still burning all my stuff onto dvds up until recently you know but i mean i back well, everything up smart. on external hard drive and i burned it onto a dvd yeah you always want to have a few copies I want, because i've had too many hard drives just crap out right but, but after but i'm i don't the weird thing about viz is they'll be like hey remember that that book you worked on in you know 2000 and like six we're doing a reprint of it and do you have the file on a, like i mean oh man most of the time I do because I burned everything onto DVD. I don't know yeah, if they oh, work nice. anymore. But... Well, that's the thing. When you asked me for that CD, I said, I don't have anything to play a CD in it. I don't have anything. I had that old laptop, but for some reason the CD drive didn't work. So I had to bring it into my place of business I have, where I have, I have a ton of old computers. I have external DVD drives, so that I can, oh, you know, because, you know, Macintosh computers don't come with anything anymore because they're all like the cloud. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but I've got media that, that, predates the cloud I, I uh, that i need to get to you know I well can't. that's that's the other thing i was i was i wanted to bring up because when i was looking at that old that old i went down a rabbit hole looking for those like looking for a way to play those songs and i found old files like for some reason i saved this and this is this is going somewhere but i saved my college some of my college papers because which i typed nice. on a word processor I don't know what you guys, did you have a word? I mean, what did you type? I mean, because we went to college in the early 90s, so. I, right. uh, we, I well, my remember. father had a computer for his business, so. Oh, yes. You never had to do any typing. Uh, the I, went, computer. I went to art school, so I didn't have to make okay. any papers. That's good. Well, I mean, I went to art school, too. I didn't generally have to write a lot of papers. We just have yeah. one or two classes where you. I think I went to a library. Yeah, I mean, that and use the equivalent of 
word or whatever, like uh, word like word perfect or something, or, something or, or word perfect. Yeah. 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 Well, we had a because well the. My brother was older. My parents brought him a word processor. And then when he graduated college, I inherited the word processor just to write all my papers on. The, wor- the brother that said, start! Yeah, the brother that said, start. And in fact, a brother word processor. That's I remember the early versions of those. It, this is actually, this is like a weird story, actually. You mentioned this. There was used to be a word processor that would be just like a keyboard. And it would have a screen but it would basically just have maybe like 26 characters going across and then characters. maybe two or three lines. Yeah, and it like uh, saved yeah. it in there somehow and you could kind of go back and do all your edits, and but it didn't have much of a display on it. Yeah, and... that's pretty much what I had. It was a very small screen. It wasn't, it maybe was a little bigger than what you're describing, but it was, but you, and you had a floppy disk. It had a floppy disk drive that you could put floppies in. So for some reason we That's had this said. one and it was my mom was going to sell it on like Craigslist or probably the want ads or something right so some we- these weird two people came over to buy it because it was just kind of on the cusp between word pro- like you're saying like word processor to computer most people had computers but my mom was like we had a computer but it was like let's sell the word processor and nice. these people came over <laughs> right and they were checking it out and they wrote on the screen because there's only a couple of things. It was like, this thing is a piece of crap. Oh, <laughs> and then what? they were no oh, thanks, no. we're not interested. And they left. We looked at what they wrote. Oh man, that's so sad. <laughs> they could have just said, oh, thank you. They had to write. Oh, I wouldn't remember that if you started talking about word processors. I mean, it's pretty weird. I mean, we're going back. This is the mid '90s. I, I, I was in because so I, I found my old papers right. Because I think I, I, and I've been saving them on different computers now since then. Obviously, many different computers that I've had since the mid 90s, when I actually, or the late 90s, when I actually got a computer. Sure. And I had all these floppies and I was saving them like on different media and stuff. And I, I looked at these papers. I'm Zip like, these, these stink. These are terrible. <laughs> Why did I ever save these thinking that I would want to read them or, or put them up somewhere well, someday? You know, sometimes it's good to chart your growth. That's true. Okay, that's that's true. It's like I having say, a it's like having a Star Wars cover that you drew when you were twelve years old for some uh, reason. That's true. Yeah, it is interesting. It's, in a way, though, I'm kind of glad I looked at them the other day and I was like, "Oh, they stink." I should just like in a way, I want to just delete them and be like, "Now I'm done. I'm almost forty-five years old." You know what I mean? Like, I don't need my college papers anymore. But they probably cost like one k worth of memory. I know it's like, nothing. It doesn't right. really it, it's, matter. No, it doesn't matter. And then in another ten years, maybe I'll look at them again and be like, "Boy, these." Creation <laughs> for them. Yeah. I will yeah, say though, I wrote... remember we did that podcast about these. Yeah. Right. I did write it. I so in my film history class, I did it. We had to do a movie from between 1930 and 1970, I think, or something like that. So I picked Head, the Monkey's Movie, which I. It's my also my favorite album, but that's John. Not and John. you also interviewed Mickey Dolenz. And I interviewed pretty surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So like Weird the Al funny the thing, but yeah, I actually saw Weird Al open for the Monkeys. Just there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. See? Oh, that's See? a perfect thing. Weird Al. He had, the he had sang that song "Addicted to Spuds." And he had two women come out dressed as giant. <laughs> oh, wow. So the funny thing was, like, this is kind of the point too. Is like, in a way, it's 
they're not good. They're not not that they're not good because I'm not a good writer, although I wasn't that good back in college. I wasn't great. But I mean, also because you have to stay in these certain parameters and you have to cite your sources and you have to oh, have I, sources. Uh, he's doing all you know that. what I mean? Like bullshit like that. It's like it really hampers any kind of creativity. And I'm just like, so I'm just writing about the reviews of Head. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like quoting the yeah, reviews. And like, that's not writing. nothing. There's nothing to it. I'm like, this, I, but I, I think I got a pretty good grade on the paper. I don't know what I got, but it's so bizarre. All I am doing is just spitting out this information. It's, it's, stinks it's really a bad way to learn i think in a way you know i like, think there are a lot of issues with the way we learn yeah it's one style of learning that has to apply to everybody but everyone learns differently oh. i realized oh, that well, well, years yeah. later why i i would do well in certain classes or with certain teachers and not with others because the style of learning mrs uh mccreden uh it was, I, that was taking two different uh, people's days. We did that in The Secret Monkey where I took my two least favorite teachers and combined. Good, yeah. good combo, actually. No, that, yeah. no. <laughs> but, you know, in the fifth grade, I hated that teacher and because yeah. she has a very particular way of teaching that did not suit me. Yeah, but asshole. That was why I was accused of being L-A-Z-Y. It wasn't lazy. <laughs> it was, you know, it was... I made that reference on here before, right? On that the was the podcast that we I oh, okay, found good. last night. L A Z Y W, and I I I called it W H Y Y Y Y Y Y. Thing the L A Z Y. Oh no! Well, she accused me of being L A Z Y because I wasn't getting it. Um, well, it doesn't have anything yeah. to do with. Well, I mean, it does have to do with. But also, you know, later in life, you discover that you have A D D and stuff. So, right, right, but. Those weren't things back in the we're analog days. No, they weren't. It's true. In the analog days, you kind of just thought you were dumb. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I don't rem remember what my point was, other than a teaching. Oh, people learn differently, sort of, but their yeah. way that we teach is all the same. And it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. And you may not be LAZY. You may be ADD. I mean, you might be, but, but I mean, you know, we just have other ways of like create. Sometimes people who are more creative oh, don't. Oh, oh. I want to talk about this with in that fifth grade class because you know you used to watch film strips and yeah. like like even pre VCR days it, like where they would set up a projector. Yeah, right? and it's like meep. You want to be the person yeah. to flip. That was yeah. that didn't have the uh, whip from the Power Records. It was like a fucking <laughs> loud fucking beep. Like me. Yeah. yeah. So we watched. We were watching an educational film about bike safety. And the first thing that happens in this movie is the guy is riding his bike and he's got, you know, the handlebar brakes and he stops quick, flies forward off his seat and right onto the bar and jocks himself, which you show that to a bunch of, you know, nine and 10 year olds, the entire class. And it was both classes, the both fifth grade classes oh, sure. and it yeah. erupts into laughter. And of course, Miss McCreden gets... <laughs> so upset and it's like telling asshole. us why we're all a bunch of dumb idiots and this and that and oh man the shit people like teachers used to say to kids i'm oh my god you know they'd be arrested now yeah but, but i mean yeah, she was very this thing that would become a staple on america's funniest videos five years later seven years later whatever yeah people crotching themselves yeah um, 
man being hit in crotch by football or whatever. Oh. This guy jocked himself on the, and I could still remember. He was like, eh, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> it's still funny to me. I remember watching, I don't know if it was one of those film strips, but it was definitely the, it was about, I think it must've been health class, right? Cause it's like the kid wakes up and finds a wet spot on his bed and everything. And <laughs> I was like, they still didn't really explain what was going on there, but you know, it was a thing that teenagers do, you know? And I was just like, Oh, that's. And oh, he's like running. He, I picture it like he's like, running to the laundry room to like clean yeah. the sheets. I think he's like, Oh mom, I spilled water. I, I spilled some water. <laughs> this like, is the beginning of Porky's too where he's like, I got laid and it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. That seems it seems like both of these things would be shorts that they would riff on on uh, riff tracks. That's right. That's right. As much as I I I did chastise Mystery Science Theater earlier a little bit, but yeah, the the idea, the riff, they did do some funny shorts. The yeah. shorts are always hilarious, but they were stuff like that. Yeah, I mean the the funny thing about these, yeah, these papers and stuff, it was it's almost like Marie Kondo. I almost feel like this is not bringing me joy. I should just get rid of this. <laughs> or if you look yeah. at it more, it's Marie Osmond who's looking better than ever. Oh, is and she? It does bring you a little joy. Maybe I haven't looked she at a picture. Look like the same person. Like oh, she did that slim fast thing and then got like a bunch of collagen injected into her lips. Oh, she okay. still looks pretty good. But anyway, yeah, but man, you know what? Hold on to it. I say. Yeah. Hold on to it, dude. You know, you regret it's, it's something. You you'll read. probably think you don't oh, want to be like yeah. John and give away your Godzilla Crestwood house. Tape. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, hey, you don't want to be like Osmond. Clay and give your cousin. That's my telling you, right? <laughs> You don't want to give your cousin your X-Wing and your fucking Millennium Falcon never to see it again. Why did you do that? I don't know. I just outgrew it and there was something. I was like, well, it was only it. last week, so. I I, I agree with you. So, Clay, I, was... I, have, I have a shell of a Millennium Falcon if you want to do what I did with Durson and give you parts. And you can recreate a Millennium Falcon. No, sounds like yet. a lot of work. How much is it to buy a brand new one or a new in box oh. old one? I'd rather do that than build something. Well, I think the fun of it is to rebuild something that you own. That's what I want to do first. I want to rebuild a toy that I had. I like the idea of that, you know. I was happy buying a uh, Poe Dameron X-Wing and hanging that from my ceiling because I always wanted to hang my X-Wing from the ceiling. And I finally did it. And since then, it's been taken down. Oh, one day. I feel like I go into this something i really wanted as a kid that i wasn't available to me or was too expensive or i didn't have as an adult i i go all in to it you know (laughs) that's why i've got like 15 yamatos you know i had one as a kid that my that they bought it mr big's toyland mr big's toyland i don't even know if i remember that that was on moody street in waltham north dakota and uh and my (laughs) friend lived right around the not then but like a couple years ago my friend now she lived around the corner from there so we would go to a bar that was literally across the street from where mr big used to be and i'd be and i'd be like like she wouldn't understand because a she's 10 years younger than me and b anytime i talk nerd stuff she's like shut up shut up shut up shut up I but I mean, uh, I guess maybe it is an age thing. But I mean, nerd stuff is different now. You know, well, that's well, that's like one of the things this. I wanted to get into as the host yeah. about yes. how nerd culture has taken over and things that were rare 
to get back in the day. You know, I was like, fuck, man, to get to, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my office here, which has every single thing I ever needed. Oh, like the, the Phoenix from Battle of the Planets slash Gatchaman. It's the last thing that I'd never had as a kid, and I finally have a model kit of it that I'm building mm, right it's now. It's a cool ship. Uh, it is. I cool. saw you posted that. Yeah, on Instagram. Well, I mean, Yamato, like, there were no Star Blazers toys. No, as there weren't. Star was... Blazers, as we called it. But yeah. Like, there were no toys. They didn't have any toys for that. Yeah, so, I mean, I started my Yamato collection, like, in, like, 2012, 2013. It started with a speaker. It was, like, a Yamato on a speaker. And I was like, okay, I'll get that. And then it, then I got another one. And then I was like, well, now I'll build some. So then, because the model kits now are really cool. And they're, you know, intricate and, and detailed. And then I went the other way. Because I didn't have the model that my dad made for me when I was ten, when I was in Miss McCreden's class. So sorry, sorry, I keep triggering Clay. Triggered. So I went and, and I went and found that model on eBay and built it. And I was, should I build it, you know, good or just build it like my dad was? All right, fine, here you go. Get, you know, even though my dad was a builder, he didn't really want to build it, but he was sort of stuck doing it. He wanted to make so, it happen. That was so I did, I did, I so I put that on like one of the model building forums. I was like, should I paint this up and weather it and do good? Or this is like the same one my old man made for me when I was a kid. And they were like, just do it basic like your old man did. So, Wow. There you cool. go. You can always get another one, right? Yeah. Or are they super and I did during the, well, you of the pandemic. Just, I mean, you, yeah, you just got to Google it or whatever. But back then you couldn't get that. Yeah, so, it, was yeah. Not, yeah. it was like you had to get, like look at... In, in the back of Starlog magazine and find, you know, wanted now, like the classified ads for that shit. When I was a kid, I would build models that I just kind of pretty much know that I I can't make my hands do small little things like that. I'm not like good with my hands in that way. But when I was a kid, I would use it mostly just like the snap-on kind of models. I would oh. get World War II planes and Apollo 11 like landing I, I did the whole apollo 11 model with the lunar module and then another like the space capsule apollo 11 that had a little stand and those were the hardest models i did but they were pretty satisfying to do but i if you're to see like the build on it now it would be like there was fucking glue dripping off all everything and oh, I, I never know. painted it but i wasn't really good at it but i was pretty good at the ones that you just had to sort of snap together i would like really carve out the you know with the exacto knife make sure it was like all smooth and everything nice i mean there's a funny thing too i mean i know we don't we don't talk comics as much anymore but so actually i just discovered in the where I work in the school district, the, the high school library just got a subscription to this comics. It's a comics express, uh, but it's a comic, it's this comic, comic sex experience. It's very similar to comicsology, but anyway, we have this subscription through now because I have an email address now, you know. And so, yeah, I discovered that, and I was looking through it. There was some My Hero Academia lettered by oh, John Hunt. That guy, yeah, that. That bozo. But like, it's so bozo. weird. I'm like, they also have just like Hellboy and Umbrella Academy, and there was like Fight Club too. I'm like, wow, okay, I guess it's high school kids. Like, like a high school library would have whatever. But like, I was like, these kids have access to free comic books, <laughs> and they probably don't even care. They probably don't. And like, they might the... care about My Hero Academia. Like that stuff is big Hopefully. with yeah. with kids. 
but yeah, American comics is not. They aren't. They just no one cares yeah. about. Them. No one cares about American comics. They, they probably like, like the movie Avengers. though. Like, you know you what I mean? Probably watch Avengers or whatnot. Yes, they probably do. Remember Quest Probe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's like a a a excuse me a comic book based on a video game. Yeah, it was a video game. What? I know, but a video game that nobody played. It was like a text text based game, I guess. I don't oh, know. I was thinking about those things. Yeah. You know? I had the Spider Man one. That's all I had. I didn't. I know I had the Hulk more. one. The Hulk yeah, one was the first one. Oh. Drawn by Jazzy John Ramita, I believe. And, oh, wow. and then there was a Thing and Human Torch issue, mm-hmm. and then it just stopped there. I remember the Spider-Man one because he fought Mysterio, and he thought that the guy the West Probe guy was, was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. But I don't know, just the idea that these kids, I was like, there's thousands of comic books here. And also, the Barack Obama comic that you colored was in oh, there as that well. One's, yeah. oh, nice. that one's, uh, You're all over that thing. Yeah, can't stop. <laughs> but it's funny, because yeah, they probably don't read them. For one thing, it's in their school library. Who the fuck ever reads anything from your school library, right? I don't know, I never didn't did. Even have a school but there's library. probably a couple of kids that, maybe they don't use the app, but maybe they are buying like John's comics at home or something, you know what I mean? They might not care to read it on their iPad or whatever. Well, I guess the funny thing is, I mean, they're here for free. And we used to have to go to the comic book store and pay money for this shit. You know, know, I suppose if you went to the library, they did have, they did have. Sometimes they would have stuff there. Because I remember getting a Hulk trade that had Doc Sampson in it. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, I never went to our North Dakota town, our small library in our little North town in North Dakota. Oh, that's Which why I don't know why Clay and I don't don't live in North Dakota. I don't know why we. Why I, don't know why I you... used to go to that. I'm surprised. I used to go to that library all the time. But you guys had each other to hang out with, and I just pretty much had myself. So I went to the library, read their role. Their I would read their magazines and stuff, Rolling Stone, and uh, I would also read like, serious books like Dostoevsky or something. Oh, I used to be to... like, what am I doing? I, I was just. I want everyone to know how that I'm a big fucking nerd. I used to do, I used to rent rent. Is that what do you what do you do at a library? You borrow, borrow. you could borrow records. I would borrow records from there. Oh yeah, I got the Jaws two soundtrack there once. But I used to take out the Franz Joseph Star Trek technical manual book from the library, particularly when Star Trek two came out. Like that summer, I essentially owned that book because there was no <laughs> Star Trek two, you know, toys. Yeah, there weren't any toys released with the movie. You had well, to take you had, had to do, do what we. You, yeah. me and your brother did, which was take Star Trek, the motion picture toys, and paint them. <laughs> I told you you'd die, laughing Batman. And we're telling you you'll die happy if you only make sure to read part two, which continues on the page following. Stop!